Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Well, here we are, Epiphany Sunday. That Sunday when we remember the wise men who uh, are sort of the close of our season as they come to Bethlehem to see this child born King of the Jews. Epiphany is a word that means manifestation of God. Uh, think of it in this way. Epiphany means God shows up. Epiphany means we see God with us. That is the meaning of epiphany. And although we have these religious connotations, right, that people of faith think of epiphany as God showing up, it's used also in, in secular sense all the time, right? Someone will say, I had an epiphany today. And they mean, I came to a new understanding. I came to a new way of seeing things. A, a kid is struggling with his algebra homework, and then all of a sudden, he gets it. It's an epiphany. Or you and I are like, why does this always keep happening to me? And suddenly we realize it's something that we're doing. We have an epiphany. And, and an epiphany is always going to stretch our understanding. An epiphany is always taking us to a new place. An epiphany means we see things in a new and different way. Now, this, okay... Nice segue. Uh, relates directly to our theme for this year. Now, we're not, just because loving is not our theme uh, for the year doesn't mean we're not going to be loving people. Now, that one should be like rooted and grounded in us. But we also need to be people who are growing. Because here's the thing. An epiphany of God is a chance to see more deeply. It's an opportunity to see more clearly, but we've not arrived at the destination. We have not come yet to see God face to face. We do not have full and complete wisdom and knowledge. We don't live in a way that is fully the way Jesus would have us live. 
We need epiphanies again and again in our life to become the people that God calls us to be. And I wonder sometimes how many, how many of us miss a moment when God shows up because we're not attuned or looking or open. So in uh, today's scripture from Isaiah, I want to say that it really goes side by side with uh, the gospel of Matthew, where we get the story of the wise men coming. They are both uh, stories of God showing up, of God manifesting God's self among the people. And so you'll remember the story of the wise men. You know, Linda was telling us about it. These, these magi are ancient astronomers. They're scientists, and their hypothesis is, hey, isn't that the star that's pointing toward the king of the Jews? Let's go and find out. And so they go to Jerusalem, and they ask, hey, uh, you know, where is he to be born? We want to go test out our hypothesis and see if our science is right. Well, Herod who is the king, does not like it because obviously if there's another king, kind of threatens his power. So he doesn't like this at all. He says to the wise men, hey, I'll tell you what, gosh, I'd like to pay him homage if this is the king. And and so you go and you come back and you tell me and I'll I'll probably pay you off handsomely uh, for the information. And so off they go, they see the baby and they realize This is the Son of God. This is the Savior of the world. Now, in this story, I think there are a couple really important things for our lives in Christ because you've heard me say uh, in the past that I don't think we should ever celebrate Christmas and then move on from it. That what Christmas is about is the starting point. It's the baseline for who we are as Christians. And we have to continue to live into that Christmas story, into God with us day by day. And the first thing that's really interesting here, and I've never thought about this before. Now that's, that's see, I'm always, my, I, I'm always having an epiphany moment, people. I'm always like, hey, I haven't seen that before. But I've never really thought about the fact that these magi are traveling together. Now, if they're traveling hundreds of miles, if they are traveling together, What are the conversations they're having all along the way? What does it mean when we travel together? If I travel by myself, I can stop when I want to stop. I can go when I want to go. I can see what I want to see. But if I'm traveling with someone else, there's a lot of compromise involved. There's a lot of give and take. Uh, I want to stop. I want to keep going. I want to see this. I want to see that. There's a lot of compromise when people are together. Now, listen, it's not only the Magi that come together, the shepherds. They are traveling together to see this baby. Mary and Joseph are traveling together. There is something very basic here that is saying, if you want to see the face of God, you need to travel together. There is something here that says when we are together, when we are in this give and take of being on the journey of faith together, we are more likely to have an epiphany. Someone else will help us to see something we might have otherwise missed. 
I think this is such an important baseline that our journey is to journey together. The community of faith is where we are going to grow and where we are going to see God show up in our lives. But then there's a second thing that I find really interesting about this passage in that when it ends, and I should have said this, Isaiah 60 says the same thing. Everybody shall come together. Uh, Bring the sons, bring the daughters. We're all going to gather together. You want to see God show up? You want want an epiphany of God? You want God to be... Gather together. But then at the end of the story of the Magi, what do they do? They don't go back to Herod. They don't go back on the same journey that they took to get to Jesus. Because once you have an epiphany, you can't go back to being who you were. You can't go back to seeing what you used to see. You have to now travel a new way if you realize that you have seen an epiphany of God. When God shows up, it is a point of change. It is a point of newness in our lives. Now, I think there are always people who are like, well, I don't care. I'm just going to go back to Herod. I'm just going to live the way that kills all the things of God. But Epiphany says to you and to I, when you look upon the face of God, go in the way that God has now shown you. God is giving you a better way. God is showing you more than you saw before. Embrace it and live. Why? Because we are to arise and shine. We are the ones in whom the glory of God shall be revealed. We are the ones who actually take that star of Bethlehem within ourselves and go out into the world and shine the light of Christ. If we are not the ones arising and shining and sharing the glory of God in the world, who will? Those magi leave the baby, and carry with them the power of the star that led them to see God in the flesh. And so, people of God, as we move into this new year, we are called to arise and shine. We are called to take what we know and go into the world in a different way. We are called to travel together, arise, shine, be a people of God who are able to see when God shows up and to take that gift of God and share it with the world that is in need. People of God, arise, shine, for your light has come. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.